Welcome to Awake to Oneness Radio. I am Caroline Chang, your host. The mission of Awake to Oneness Radio is to inspire the world to awaken to the universal truth of oneness. Science is now teaching us that all life is energy, and that energy is interconnected and interdependent. And in essence, we are all one. And um, spirituality and ancient wisdom has actually been teaching the truth of oneness for eons. And science is just now catching up with the quantum physics. Now, quantum physics is not even new science. This science is over 100 years old. So this is something I feel everyone on the planet should know by now. We should know that we are all one and we are all connected. And what you do to another person, you're literally doing to another aspect of yourself. And when mankind awakens to the universal truth of oneness, there will be peace on earth. Today's show topic is My Search for Christopher with Joe McQuillan. Hi, Joe. Hi, Caroline. How are you? I'm very well. I'm very well. Thank you so much, Joe, for being my guest. I discovered Joe from the, the Kevin Moore show. I just, I'm always on YouTube. I'm always searching YouTube. And I saw your show, your uh, interview with Kevin Moore. And it just was so inspiring. You're another parent, a fellow parent that has a child in spirit. I know, and I know you know, your child isn't gone. So please, please share your, your journey with our listeners. Thanks, Caroline. And, and my condolences to you, even though we both know they're not gone, you know, we'd much rather be abysmally ignorant to the subject and have our kids in front of us sharing a pizza or going to a ball game. But um, we can't unring that bell. And that's, uh, this is what we, this is what we have. So um, my, my journey began, uh, Caroline, uh, in uh, the winter uh, Christmas break of 2015, which led into early January 2016. My son was home from college with a bunch of his friends, and they all went up to a lake house in Wisconsin to kick up their heels for the last weekend before they all went back to school. And, uh, and Sally and I were kind of relieved that they were doing that instead of running around in the city where they wouldn't get in any trouble and nobody would be driving and, and uh, they'd be in this bucolic, you know, country setting mm-hmm. um, where they could let down their hair and, and not get in any trouble. And, and that's, at least that's what we thought. And right. so, uh, you know, they started the night out shooting pool. At a lo- there was a dozen of them, by the way. They were all staying at this friend's lake house in Lake Beulah, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. And and they were all, you know, shooting pool, drinking, dozen kids. And they all came back after a night of uh, of uh, rebel rousing. And, uh, and uh, they decided to come back to the place and, 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 and shoot pool and continue the party back at the, the lake house. Well, right around 3 o'clock in the morning, Christopher and three of his friends went outside, saw a boathouse, as curious as 21-year-olds would be, uh, and opened the door and, and saw some canoes. And they, you know, four guys jumped in a three-man canoe with no life rafts, or no life vests. Uh, mm-hmm. It was a perfect storm. It was a partially frozen lake. They'd been drinking too much. Uh, you know, they all had layered clothing. They had, un, you know, unlaced, uh, untied Timberland boots on, which they all called Tim's. 
mm -hmm. and paddled out and I'm sure, you know, rough housing as they do, uh, the canoe turned over and, and none of them made it back. I, I was, I was at home the next morning uh, waiting to watch a, a football game. I grew up in Buffalo. And so when Chris was in town, we'd watch a Bills game together. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and I was texting saying, hey, where are you, buddy? It's almost kickoff, you know, wait for you. And I get a text from uh, a young man whose parents owned the lake house and, and said, Mr. McHugh, four of the boys are missing. So at that point, I grabbed the dog and jumped in the Jeep and started driving up to Wisconsin. Um, about an hour and a half away and halfway up I get a call that said it's no longer a, uh, a search but a recovery that all four boys had drowned and uh, I literally I'm sure I went into shock I had no idea you know what what I was doing but I continued to drive up and there were you know things that had to be done I walk into this setting where there are parents on one side crying and kids in a corner crying and police boats out on the lake and uh, and police everywhere and uh, and in Wisconsin, you can't identify the physical body. My, my, my son's body was recovered first. And uh, one, of the, one of the boys was a, a dear friend of his that I knew. But because it was a big high school, they all knew each other, but some were closer than others, you know, a couple of different friend groups. And so I didn't know any of the other parents. Uh, but my son was recovered first, and uh, it wouldn't let me see his body, which um, wasn't, wasn't pleasing news to me. But... You know, they showed me the photo of him, you know, on the table with, you know, his Buffalo Bisons baseball jacket and, and Celtic cross around his neck and the shirt that he was wearing. And, and uh, I knew it was him, but I also knew that he was gone. You know, I knew that his spirit wasn't there. Um, and, and so at, at that point, you know, heartbroken, of course, just terribly heartbroken. Um, I knew that I wasn't ready to accept a world devoid of, of Christopher, who I just adored. Yeah. And, uh, and that, that started me on what's, a, what's been a three and a half year search for where they went, where did he go? Yes. Where, who's he with now? What's, you know, and, and to be honest with you, Caroline, if what I discovered was that this is all hooey, I just wanted to cross off the list. I didn't go in you know, thinking I'm going to put a Band-Aid on my broken heart by, by, you know, signing into somebody else's idea of what was next. So um, I'm a very hard-nosed kind of guy. I've been a car dealer 25 years and mortgage broker the last 10 years. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not somebody that you're going to pull the wool over on my eyes. But, you know, 16 years before this, I had seen a medium um, just on a bit of a lark or a spiritual quest, and and, and it was fine. And the woman, mm -hmm. uh, she's she's a, a lovely gal, Nancy Myers, who's in Surprise, Arizona now. But I went and saw her, and and she went through, you know, the normal routine. I'm from a big Irish Catholic family, so there was a lot of family on the other side: uncles, aunts, mother, father, you know, right. siblings. And so she said. You know, she mentioned a few things, but to be honest with you, there was no urgency because everybody had sort of died in, in order. My one right. brother took his life at 29 early, um, but there wasn't this longing or closeness that I, that I felt. But at the end of the reading, she did say to me, she said, uh, you know, your dad's here, you know, and he had a tough life and uh, he worked very hard and, and, and he, and, and he's, 
he's telling you railroad and he's showing me a caboose. Now, if you look over my shoulder, there's a railroad lantern on the bookshelf up there. And why that is, is that my dad was 40 years on the railroad. My grandfather was a railroader on my mom's side. My uncle Bill was a railroader. All five boys in our family worked on the railroad during college. So we're a railroad family. That's who, that's how it defined us, right? So that's who we were. Right. And so she just said that. He's, and that was it. You know, no more, no secrets to the universe. No, here's the winning lottery number. My old man, who I adored, was just telling me that he was on the other side and, and he's there and that he could connect with us. Right. So I thought that was interesting and I thought that was you know, fun, nice to hear. And I shelved that and put it in, in the mental file cabinet. Now, six, 16 years later, when my son goes out on this lake and drowns, this came back to me and said, wait a minute, if my dad can communicate with me, then he's in a place that I'm sure my son is too, and he can. So what do I got to do to find out? What do I got to do to figure this out? And that's what I started doing. Right. Very good. Yes. So, so I did. I, I contacted Nancy in the same medium the same from 16 medium. years before. Okay. You know? And and she said, look, it's a little early. It's only been a few days. You know, it's hard for spirit to transition and be able to connect at, at that you know, that, that recently, but right. she said, you know, he is, he is here and he's sending you love. And he's, and she told me things during that first interview or that first reading that I wouldn't find out were factually true until I got the coroner's report from Wisconsin. Mm, okay. So, you know, she, she knew what happened. She knew why, how it happened. They were rough housing. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody's laces got caught. It overturned. Uh, mm-hmm. They couldn't get it righted. They they were inebriated, mm-hmm. and they all drowned. You know, and and so I knew now that this was a path that I could take. That you know he was able to communicate and come, you know, and and, and tell me his story and and stay connected to me, which is what I wanted to hear. Mm-hmm. So so I got I got a little more ambitious and I started researching the other side and and what do you do? There's a there's a funny book. That I have right here. One of the first things I picked up, and it's called, you know, Idiots Complete Idiots Guide with, to with Communicating spirits. with Spirits, right? Yeah. Yeah. And and I'm a I'm a boots on the ground kind of guy. This was all brand new to me. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I had you know 13 years of Catholic schooling, and so I believed in the in the next life, but I really didn't know what any of that meant. And I, right. I figured I better figure it out. Fine, you know, figure it out now if this is what I wanted. Right. Yes. Well, I, I had six years of Catholic schooling, even though my family wasn't Catholic. I was sent to Catholic, <laughs> yeah, I was sent to Catholic school to get a better education in this in the mid '60s. Yes. So, uh, so that's why I was sent to Catholic school. But I also, um, I like I think I I had said to you, I shared with you um, before we started recording, I shared with you that I have a son on the other side right. in spirit, and Kyle has sent so much physical evidence that I actually share with people. Um, I have his voice from spirit. I have images of him from spirit. Yeah, I have physical evidence. And he said to me recently that the physical evidence isn't for me because I know he's okay. I know he's still with me, but to share with other people that that's why he's sending me so much physical evidence. But um, also when um, I know, 
I, I know several very, very good evidential mediums that have been guests on my show. And when it comes to time in the spirit world, well, it was first Einstein who said a hundred years ago, time is merely an illusion, albeit a very persistent one. So when it comes to time, I do know, I know some mediums will say it hasn't been enough time, but in essence, in, in the spirit realm, there is no time. Right. And so time really doesn't, it doesn't play a factor there. Because right. there has been many spirits that have communicated with their loved ones just after passing, just after crossing over. Right. So, right. You know what? And, and since then, I found out that there's some things happen right after crossing over. You know? Yes. I'll tell you another thing Einstein said that I love. He said, there are only two ways to live your life. One is though nothing is a miracle. The other is though everything is a miracle. I love that quote. The greatest thinker of our time yes. is telling us, you know, think in terms of miracles, right? Yes. And, 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 and he was a scientist. He was an educator. And, yes. and so this isn't some, you know, lace curtain, frilly mindset. This is based on, on science. You know, energy doesn't get destroyed. Energy continues. Um, so, so uh, absolutely, Chris sends me signs all the time. And, you know, Caroline, I, I never expected to write a book. I, I never wanted to write a book. You know, what I started doing was meeting with mediums, and uh, first by phone, and then in person. And I'll tell you a wonderful story after that. Yes. And, and I thought I was just accumulating data so that when I'm an old man, I'm sitting on a front porch rocking chair. I would have these notes to, to look back on and feel closer to my son. That's what I right. thought I was doing. Right. He had, you know, he had, he had another thought. You know, the Greeks used to say that man plans and gods laugh, you know. And so Christopher had a, a plan for me. And basically what the plan was to help others, specifically parents who've lost kids, you know, that think it's over. You know, that think that love, that connection is is done, and and it's so far from it. And you know, the and, and as you know, spirits on the other side, wanting that connection and not being able to break through to mom and dad who have this traditional way of thinking that, you know, that they're gone. And 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 if there's anything that this is a mission for me, it's it's to to let you know other grieving, heartbroken parents just like you and me know that it's not over. You know, it's, it, like I said at the beginning of this thing, it's never as good as that physical connect we had, that hug that I love you, you know, but it is there and it's strong and I can feel hugs from my son. I hear him. I get messages from him all the time. I haven't been given the gift yet of being able to see him visually as, as other mediums have. I'm not a medium, right. you know, I'm, I'm pretty open, but I'm not a medium. I don't want to be, to be honest with you, Caroline, I got enough going on. Yes. You know, I'm doing this to stay connected to my boy. Yes. And it's led me down this path of being an author and speaking. I'm speaking at a sold out up in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin, very close. And actually I will stop it at the lake they drowned in on the way home uh, Saturday at a, an All Souls weekend and, and speaking to a group. Oh, beautiful. And, and the, beautiful. And the people that I, I, I need to touch are the ones who've lost kids. You know? Yes. Yes. So, you know, a, a funny thing is I, uh, Christopher drowned January in, 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 in uh, Wisconsin. Right. So it's pretty cold. I'm, yes. a, I'm in the North shore of, of Chicago. Right. So I found a place, that, a graveyard 
and his godfather and I found a place. Sacred Heart Cemetery. It's wonderful. Okay. Open 24 hours. So we went there, and it's pretty much sold out, but there's a back section that I just love. And mm-hmm. there were six six graves that were available. So we bought all six of them, his godfather okay. and I. We figured we'd split them up later. Right. We bought six. And she's, the woman said, where do you want him buried? And I looked. And remember, the ground is now covered in ice and snow. Right. So there was a little tree. I said, let's bury him next to the tree. That's on the end. That's nice. You know, you're not thinking straight. You're not right. Right. You're not looking at all the uh, all the angles. So that's where he was buried. God bless him. And and, uh, mm-hmm. and as soon as it, one, one day it started, the snow started to melt. Yes. He was buried next to another couple, the Sheridans. And it looked like he was their kid. Now, they hadn't put the gravestone down yet because right. it was, they couldn't do it to the ground saw, right? Right. Right. I went absolutely ballistic, Caroline. I went, <laughs> I got a hold of this woman and she was babbling and, you know, she, she didn't want to leave her Lexus is what she didn't want to do when she was selling me these grades. So I got a hold of her boss and, and sure. this guy, Bill, was a pretty good guy. And uh, I ended up moving him over one grave. Yes. Now, they should have done it for free, but they did it for half price. So it's better than not. Okay. It was such a good move for me. Yes. It was exactly yes. what I wanted. Right. So now there's there's a separation between him and the Sheridans, and I'll occupy that grave. I still own that grave. That'll be me. Right. And, and I hope they know I snore. So yeah, they're going to deal with it. <laughs> and then Christopher, and then on the end, Sally will be on the other side. So it's right. kind of like how we, when he was a, a baby, yes. he'd be between us laying on, yes. uh, on the, the bed, bed which is, yeah. which is yeah. a beautiful vision for me. So yes. I went there the day uh, I was supposed I, I I look up this guy local medium great reviews his name's andrew anderson killer okay. killer mm-hmm. medium mm-hmm. arlington heights or hoffman estates and okay. uh and so I, I look him up and, and i said you know i'm on this search i, I want to now look at a medium who's looking at my son so i want somebody who's clairvoyant clairaudient clear yeah clear sentient i want i want the whole i want yes. all the packages all the clairs. Right? Yeah. i want all the clairs the yeah. eclairs you know yeah. Yeah. and and so i call him and i make an appointment Mm-hmm. And and I always leave a an exit ramp, you know, I, you know where if I want to cancel, I can. So I make an appointment, and the day of that appointment, you know, it was like eleven o'clock in the morning, and I was head into the office after that, and I my schedule's my own. So I had ordered some shamrock seeds because we're Irish, and they had just they had just moved them. This is June twenty eighth, nineteen or two thousand sixteen. Okay. June 28th. So, you know, about four or five months after Christopher had, had dropped. Mm-hmm. So I ordered these shamrock seeds from Amazon. And before I left that morning, I said, I'm going to stop at the grave. I picked up a leather uh, bracelet that was in a jewelry box that Christopher had given me when he was about four, oh, okay. maybe five, mm-hmm. when he was, we went to Disney World. And it, and it said dad on it and goofy on the clasp. So I don't know if that was a indication of my parenting skills but um so i put that on you yeah. know it's the first time i put it on in in, in 13 years you know yes. what i mean and yes. so i put that on uh, go to the grave before i to visit him before yes. I, I go see andrew and i planted the shamrock seeds i had a little hole with me and planted the shamrock seed placed them nice and i had this thing on and i drive out to see andrew and i go into his office and he wants to see a picture of Chris. And then he mm-hmm. looks at me and he said, you know, your son's here. He looks looks like Brad Pitt. He's beautiful. Yeah. He also acknowledges that you're wearing the bracelet he gave you, which was under a cuff, by the way. And he said, he also acknowledges that you planted something at his grave this morning. Wow. Now, 
we're five minutes in and he's giving me this evidence from my son and he's looking over my shoulder and uh-huh, uh-huh, you know, he's communicating with them. Yes. Then he tells me, Chris is relieved that you celebrated his birthday the way you always did. We go to this one Japanese restaurant, which for the kids, and we did it on his birthday. Yes. He said he also acknowledges that you sent out balloons or, or lanterns on his birthday, which we did. You know, we sent them up and and uh, he was relieved and he, and he just wanted to know that he, he takes responsibility for what he did. It was a dumb mistake that he's sorry he's putting you through this pain. Yes. And Andrew then said, your whole family was together yesterday celebrating or something uh, last night or this morning. She said, what celebration is it? And I said, it was, uh, it was that day, June 29th, was Sally and my wedding anniversary. Okay. And, and so, uh, I'm sorry, it was the 30th because it was the night before it was our anniversary. It was the okay. 30th that we went and visited Andrew. Okay. So I was like, oh my gosh, you know. So at this point in time, all doubt was erased that this is legit. You know, there's no way. You can't Google this stuff. You can't look this up. When, when my dad came through 16 years ago, yes. it was 2000. It was before yes. Google searches. My old man was just a yes. good blue collar guy, good family guy. There's nothing on him online. Look him up today and you can't find anything. Right, right, right. So I knew it was real. And now I just wanted more. And, and that, you know, and I continue to work at it. And that's what I tell parents all the time, Caroline, too, is that, you know, you got to go first. You got to start this. Yes. You know, if your cell reception's bad, go somewhere where it's better. Yes. Right? Yes. Right? Go, go out on a balcony, go out on a deck, go outside, whatever. Right. And if it's important enough to you, you'll find a way to connect. You'll find a way to allow them to connect. Yes. And, and, I, and initially it was all through mediums and I still see mediums. I still see many of the ones that we'll talk about today. Right. And, and like most mediums will tell you, you know, you, you can't come every week. You know, right. Not that much difference in info. Right. 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 You know, they're, they're, you know, and, and the days of the charlatan are gone. Yeah. The internet the way it is. These yes. people can't survive if they aren't good at what they do. They're rated. Right. You know, right. Right. so that, that's, that was my, that was, I would say what really clinched it for me that there was no doubt. It went from a believing to a knowing. That, knowing, yes. Yeah. That's that's the thing. And and that's what brings me so much joy is because I know that life is eternal and I know that he's still with us. So right. I, I I look at everything from the spiritual perspective. I look like you said, yeah, it would be great. Like one of the things my son and I love to do with, was to eat, we are ego. I live in Pennsylvania, in the Poconos. Yeah. In the Poconos. Poconos. Yeah, my, my brother, Jerry, I, I had a belt. Okay. <laughs> An Indian bead belt from Mount Airy Lodge when my oh. brother, Jerry, who's on the other side and yes. he's come through, yes. was there on his honeymoon, the Mount oh. Airy Lodge. And it used to be, the Poconos used to be the honeymoon capital of the sure. world. Yes. Yeah. So I'm, in, and this is where I raised my son. He was six years old when I bought our house here. And, nice. um, but one of the things we love to do, I'm not a big sports fan, um, but he played football in high school. So and did I. One of the things my son, we love the Eagles, but we love 
when the Eagles beat the Giants. Yes. So that was our thing. When yeah. was, so anytime the Eagles was playing the Giants, we had to watch that together, and we loved doing that. So it's, but there's so much. So I, you know, I do I still watch the Eagles and the Giants, and I <laughs> wear my jersey, and I know Kyle was right there. And when, we, and when the Eagles won the Super Bowl two years ago, boy, I had a party, and I know Kyle was right there. I know. You know, so, but it's, I, I, to me, it just fills me up with so much joy knowing that they're not gone. And it's the knowing, like you said, and that's what you want to share with other parents. I don't know, I don't know if you've heard of the organization Helping Parents Heal. Yeah, I actually did a, 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 I did an appearance on the Helping Parents here online. Okay, uh, great. Group. And I'm a big fan. And I, and I go into the website, you know, I, I hit, I, you know, I'll go on Facebook before I start the day in the morning and go through things and, and, you know, and if, and if they're interested, anybody that's watching this is interested, Kevin Moore's brilliant. <clears throat> and yes. he did a series that he's doing now. Yes. Traveling through the United States. It's called, they call us channelers. Yes. I love and, it. Yes. Yeah. And mine was the first one that they did. And yes. I was very flattered yes. and, and, and was very pleased at the, uh, the result. There's 50,000 plus views. You know, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a tech guy, but I think that's good. That's know? excellent. That's yeah. wonderful. That's so that amazing. Help, that helps yeah. give the story. And it's funny. Christopher's yes. grave yes. has a charging Buffalo on the bottom right-hand side. He was a big Bills fan. In yes. college, they would fly the Bills flag and he would stream the Bills game out of my, you know, uh, you know, for NFL package that I would buy. So, and he could have yes. it in college. And then we'd talk during the game. Right. And, and so you know it was it's funny because you think this is inconsequential on the other side but one of the first times i saw this magnificent medium called thomas john who's well known he's a good yes. manhattan medium one of those guys right he's yes and I, I was i was i was fortunate enough to see him uh, in person you okay. know and and the first thing i sat down he looked at me and he said why do i see marv levy why do i see buffalo what's mm-hmm. with the buffalo bills Mm. Well, it was a big, big part of our lives and it's yes. a big part of our connection, yes. you know, and so, uh, you know, that's, that's just who your boy was, who my son is, yes. and still on the other side. And he did tell me one time, it, it, talking about the Buffalo Bills, he said, it doesn't matter to me. The reason it still matters to me is because it matters to you. Yes. You know, so, so I believe this can, you know, this connection still there, you know, oh, with, goodness. with that and his love of, of what we loved, you know, yes. it's expanded, you know, yes. um, but it's still there. It's definitely there. It's the, and I think it does bring, I mean, comfort to parents, especially parents. It brings comfort when they know and they have, you know, they just have that connection and they have like, my first reading was gifted to me by one of my guests who, I don't know if you've ever heard of Suzanne Giesman. Sure, I, I did an interview with her. She's, she wrote two books that I read. Right. She's brilliant. I She's mean, amazing. She's I amazing. steal, the name of her book is still right here. Yes, and, and I, I steal say that, that all the time. When yes. I inscribe things on my book, I'll say your loved ones, your kids are still right here. Right here, still and right here, yes. I, 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 I kind of stalked her until she interviewed me um, <laughs> because that's what Chris wanted. You know, she okay. said, why was that that important that I interview you? I said, because Chris told me to. Yes. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I, Cause I, I, I consider her a dear friend of mine. She was one, she was recommended when I started my show, I didn't know 
what kind of guest I was going to have. I was just inspired to start my show. And so another guest of mine recommended Suzanne in, in May of 2016. She was my guest. And I knew I wanted a reading, but I wasn't going to look for a medium. I was going to let that medium find me. And so after she was a guest on my show, that I said, that's the medium for me. And she she actually gifted me a reading on Kyle's birthday that year of 2016. Kyle is a Thanksgiving baby. And sometimes um, he's uh, November 24th. And sometimes his birthday falls right on Thanksgiving Day. So that year, it fell right on Thanksgiving Day. And when she told me she was going to give me a reading on that day, I was like, but that's Thanksgiving. I don't want to take you away from your family. But you know, she also channels Sanaya, her her spirit guides. Yes. Sanaya, before I had even contacted her, Sanaya had told her, you're going to do a reading for a mom that has a son in spirit on Thanksgiving Day. So she, and when she got my email, she knew it was me. So she was instructed to right. do, do that reading. And in that reading. That's right. She told me she's going to do me one for Chris too. She told me. Oh, okay. Awesome. She's amazing. Now in that reading, yeah. here's the amazing thing that happened in that reading. Now I have never heard of electronic voice phenomena, EVP. I had right. never heard of it. I had no clue what that was. Um, she had heard of it because she's a medium, but it had never she had never experienced it it was in that reading where kyle was trying to come it was we were doing the um reading in zoom she was recording with her really really good audio recorder and i was recording in zoom and as soon as she invited kyle in you heard this swooshing sound now she heard it very loud and clear i heard nothing live so and it kept happening she said you don't hear that? I said, I don't hear a thing. And then, but when she sent me her audio recording and two days later, I listened to it. It's loud as day. So when you hear this, you can just like, how does she not hear it? Live, only she could hear it. When she was doing it live, only she could hear it. But if you listen really, really closely to all that swooshing, at one point you can actually hear Kyle's voice. And then I- That's amazing. And what I did is I said, Suzanne, I said, Suzanne, you have to go to this particular spot in the audio recording and listen. And when she heard it, she was like, holy, because she, this was the first time she had it. Now she's, I, I see Suzanne whenever I go to an event. So I saw her a few months ago. So I asked her, has, has she had other EVPs since then? She said she's had about eight, but that reading with okay. my son was her very first time getting EVP on the audio. So I actually- You know, I've tried. I tried EVP and I went and saw a local medium here. It was a good gal. Yes. And I said, you know, I didn't get anything. And she said, you know, Chris said, you know, that's not for him. Okay. <laughs> you, know you know, I mean, they have, right? They, I, I wanted to pursue that. Right. And he wasn't, he wasn't up for it. You know? hey, and, they, and I get it. See, Kyle, my right. son was so into electronics. And like I said, right. I had never heard of it. It had never happened to Suzanne before. So of course we were not trying to do EVP. It just, he, that was all Kyle. That was all Kyle. He's like, I'm going to talk, you know, (laughs) it was like, so that's true. Yes. So that's why do they choose? I mean, Christopher comes through to me audibly. Right. And I have this routine. It started first anniversary of his crossing over. Right. 
I'd get up in the morning at three o'clock in the morning. I thought it was because that's when he drowned. I've subsequently learned that between three and four spirits are very active. Mm-hmm. And I'll go into my, this is my home office, which was also his, uh, his bedroom when he was a kid. So his okay. spirit moves very freely, freely here. And I would go in there and I would listen to meditation music and I would light sage, I'd light candles and started doing all these things. And I would feel close to him. And then on the anniversary, I picked up a pen and started writing messages he was giving me back, okay. coming directly to me. And it, and I wasn't sure what the heck this was going on. Right. Um, and, and I wrote down exactly what he told me. You know, it was like taking dictation. And people have said to me, ask him this. And I said, you know, we, we do that. When I'm with the medium, I'll ask questions. But we're doing this. I'm just taking dictation. He's right. telling me what's going on. It's like... To me, it's like a newsletter from the other side, right? Awesome. Now, I will tell you something very cool, Caroline. The very the kid who owned the, the lake house, his parents owned the lake house, uh, I was mad. Now, no reason. I mean, it could have been in my basement, could have been in the backyard. You know, it happened to have been at their lake house, but I needed to be mad at somebody, right? So right. I was mad at them. And so on the anniversary of the crossing, three o'clock in the morning, one of the messages he said to me was, Pop, he said, and, and one of the first meetings I had with uh, with uh, Nancy Meyer, she said, he's calling his son, not just dad, but it's like Pip or Pap or Pop. I go, yeah, you call me Pops. Yeah. And I'd say, and when we're kidding, it, when we're playing, it's Pops and then serious dad. So he would say, Pop, you know, uh, you got to let go of this resentment with Scotty. I loved him and he loved me. He was just being him. And I thought, sure, Chris, I'll let go of this resentment, you know, for you. Besides, when, when, when will I ever need this, right? Right. Fast forward 12 hours. Now, it's the anniversary of his crossing at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I get a text from a couple of his college buddies, his frat buddies. Right. And they've, they've subsequently become family to all of us. Right. And they said, Mr. McHugh, can you swing by the grave? A few of us are going to meet here. Okay. And I was going to meet there later on that night with Sally for the first anniversary, maybe around sundown. It was around three o'clock. So I jumped in the car, grabbed the dog, put a cooler in the car with the, uh, the cooler full of uh, Gatorade and beer from hockey and grabbed right. a box of cigars for the boys. And yes. figured, you know, a handful of us would sit around and honor Chris. Where I get there, there's, there's, there's 60 kids at the, at the grave. They just kept oh, wow. coming. There was college friends, high school friends, grammar school friends. They were all there. It was impromptu. It wasn't a, we do it every year now, but now it's a plan. But then it was yeah. just impromptu. Wow. And when I got to the grave, one of the kids that came up to me with his eyes full of tears was, 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 was his friend, you know, okay. Scotty, you know, Scott. so not only was Chris foretelling me what was going to happen, he was preparing me yeah. that I could let go and just hug him and tell him I love him. You know, it wasn't his fault. It could have been absolutely any place, any time. You know, but I'm Irish. I need to blame somebody. <laughs> you know what they say, Irish Alzheimer's is where you forget everything but the grudges, you know? So, but from that moment on, I was able to let complete, let go of that and know that this kid was as heartbroken as, as everybody. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, that is so beautiful. Yes, yes, yes. That's so true. Because that's one of the things they do. I, I believe all the spirits, uh, many, you know, they, they um, when they're on the other side, they understand it is all about forgiveness. Because yeah. that was one of the ones, one of the things Kyle said to me, he said, Mom, I know you already know this, but it is all about forgiveness. Yeah. And love. Yeah. You know, and said, love. 
he I'm described, gonna... he said, everything over here is, he said, the colors are vibrant. They're blues and these strong greens. I don't know what strong green means, but I wrote it down. Right. Blues and strong greens. He said, and the air is, is like love. It's like yes. love air. And he said, you probably can't understand it until you cross over. Yes. Yes. You know, so, you know, those are the messages. Those are the reasons that I knew it wasn't just me yes. doing this to, to, to make myself feel better. Right. Because he would tell me things that, like, it wouldn't initiate with me, like forgiving, yes. you know, somebody who didn't need forgiving. Or he said to me, I know this scares you, getting this close to the other side. And he was wrong. And I thought, wow, he's wrong. <laughs> That's excellent, because him being wrong is validating. Right. Right? right? You know, he, and, and he said to me one time, you know, months later, he said, life should be easier like like a canoe cutting through water mm. now my son died in the canoe i would never use a canoe as an analogy ever right you know, i won't set foot in a canoe i don't like wisconsin lakes so for him to say that and me to write it down you know it didn't come from me exactly. it came from the outside it came from my son exactly very true very true and that's true um that's re the reason this the whole purpose of my show is the unconditional love the unconditional forgiveness. And, and that comes from understanding that we truly are connected. There is no death. There truly isn't. I myself don't use the word death. I might use the word passing, but I, my, my best word is transition. They just Mine's crossing over, same yeah, thing. Crossing over, transition, and we're all gonna do it, and we're all still connected. We'll, st we'll, we'll see them in the physical, as physical as it is over there, because it's not truly physical over there. Right. We mentioned, we were talk, both talking about Albert Einstein. What really woke me up, and it was before Kyle's transition, was science. It was yeah. quantum physics. I had watched, the, in 2007, I'd watched the documentary, What the Bleep, which was all about quantum physics. And, and what, what I believe spiritually is backed up by science. So that my whole, I take it from the science perspective. It's like, okay, if you don't believe in woo-woo and all the spirituality, look at the science. The you know science. what? It's absolutely brilliant. And, and, yes. I, and I got to tell you, what, what cleared, made this very clear for me, there's a, a wonderful movie with, uh, with Cuba Gooding Jr. and, and, uh, and uh, what's his name, Williams? Uh, it's called What Dreams May Come. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Robin. Robin, Robin Williams. Williams. Yes. And yes, Robin yes. Williams in this movie gets in a car wreck and transitions. And Kubrick Gooding Jr. is his spirit guide. Right. And he's trying to explain to him how this works. And he said, the origin of the word body is from the Anglo-Saxon bodic, meaning abode, which mm -hmm. is what the physical body is, a transient dwelling of the real self. Mm -hmm. Like you're in your house right now. You're mm -hmm. in your house. That doesn't mean you are your house. Exactly. The house falls down. You get up and move out. Yes. That made it very clear to me. Exactly. That this is a temporary dwelling of our spirit. Exactly. And our spirit moves on to another temporary dwelling. Yes. And yes. that—that—that's exactly. I always refer to it as a car. I always say we—you have a car because it's like I, I think of my body as a vehicle to get around right. in this reality. And and um, 
I always say, I refer to it as a car. I have a car, but I am not my car. That's exactly so right. We have a body, but we are not our body. And so my hope is to inspire others to understand that we are not our body. We are so right. much more. We are divine light. It's what right. we are. And we're right. just having these experiences, which are kind of like uh, virtual realities, a movie, a play. And, and truly, when you, from for me, I under my understanding at a deeper level is that we are creating it. And I know yeah. that so so a parent like us who has a child in spirit would say, but why would we create it? We did. We we had. I knew when Kyle transitioned that this was a soul plan that he and I had made. For me to stay, I had work to do, and for in his time was to go. And I know right. that your son, my son, died of an illness, but yeah. your son transitioned as a, you know. And you think we think, okay, that wasn't planned, but from our spirit knows that was a plan. It was an option because our 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 soul right. plan is not a linear. It's like right. a spider web. Okay, you can turn this way or that way. And you know, it's a spider, our, our soul plan is a spider web. We have, and we have exit points, exactly. right? I agree exactly. that we have exit points and think of it as being on a highway and you have different exits. You yes. know, you can exit 26A or 26B, right? Exactly. You know, but exactly. you can't stand that highway forever. Eventually you have to take an exit, you know? Right. I'll tell you, sorry, that when, when, when the first week after Christopher had transitioned, we crowned, um, I've been sober 34 years. I've been in recovery. I, you know, so so I'm not delusional. You know, um, you know, I've been in recovery, which has allowed me a connection with with a, a loving God. And yes. uh, and I get on my knees every night, and I would say, "Thank you for my sobriety. Thank you for my family." But when this happened, I get on my knees, and I'm bone weary every day because you're doing details. You're you're picking out gravestones. You're picking out graves. You you've got you've got readings. You've got a mass to attend. You've got all of these details, funerals, trend, having the body brought back from Wisconsin. It was, it was constant. And, and my buddy Mike, was his godfather, was with me every step of the way that week. But I'd get on my knees, and I'd hit my knees, and I'd say, thank you for my sobriety, thank you for my family, but you and I aren't good. I'm PO'd at you. You took my kid. Yeah. And the third night after I said this, and I reprimanded God for taking my kid, yeah. I got in bed, and I got a download from God. And it said, I didn't take your son. His self-will and recklessness caused him to come home early. I welcomed him home. And remember, I lost a son too. So it was at that point that I knew God wasn't this chess master moving pieces around or punishing me for my past deeds. That Christopher's self-will tied, tied into his life plan and he transitioned. You know, and, and so my belief and love for a loving higher power increased instead of decreased because I knew God was the one that kept me upright while I went through this first week of left foot, right foot, getting everything done. Yes. You know? So true. So true. There's another book that was written by a parent whose son transitioned. This is in uh, 1975. So this is mm -hmm. long, long ago, long before the internet or any of that. Uh, her name is Anne Pierre. Mm -hmm. And um, she wrote the son, Stephen Liz, 
uh, this, the book, the name of her book is Stephen Lives. And um, in that book, he was 15 years old and he took his life. But um, she can also, like you can hear Christopher, she can also hear Stephen. And Stephen had said to her, um, Mom, it was my time. He, within three years, I had several exit points. But within right. that three years, I would have gone by either suicide, an accident, or illness. But it's in their time. So the message that is give, that, that Stephen is given is that we all leave here in our time. Nobody leaves before their time. You know, Rebecca and, Rosen told me that mm -hmm. Chris left early. Yes. But that if he didn't leave then, he was his his sole contract was up the following year. Okay, right. It's I think that I think the exit point has like a three way a three year wobble. You give or take three years, you know, they they have and they and they can choose. Okay, I might their soul. When I say not them, not their conscious mind right. is not choosing, but their soul is choosing. Okay, you got this is your window. This is your three year window. Okay, you choose which way you're gonna go. But it's like, yeah. So we don't go before our, nobody leaves this experience before our time. Even even though we, we, we hear babies and little children leaving, you know, this this earthly realm. But it is just an experience that we we came to experience. We did what we came to do. Now it's time for us to move on. And you know what? We know at least I will say Sally and I know. Um, that there was this connection with a soul contract because yes. Sally, even during her eulogy, made reference to trying to hold Christopher, love Christopher, is like water running through your hands. Mm. Somehow we just always knew it was going to be short-lived. It was mm -hmm. extremely valuable and, 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 a, and a short expiration life, you know? Mm -hmm. and, and, and that's not to say, by the way, everybody needs to understand. You and I have lost kids and we function and we're giving back and we're good parents and we're good spouses or employees, whatever we are. Right. But don't for a minute think that we're, that we've healed our heart. You know, there's a line from what we call Manchester by the sea where the woman lost kids. And she said, my heart will be broken. It'll always stay broken. Mm -hmm. And that's what happens with us. Now we can function. Right. You know, and there are moments of pure joy, glee when I'm with, you know, my kids and, and Sally and, and my dog and, 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 but the bottom line, we're always doing that and our tools are better to adjust. But we're always doing that with a broken heart. Right. So when people stupidly say things like time heals all wounds, you know, they haven't lost a kid because mm -hmm. that wound will never heal. And to be honest with you, Caroline, I don't want it to heal. Right. Right. right? I, I have this intense love affair with my son on this side or the other you know i was driving yes. to, i was yes. driving into the office this morning and i and, and the zach brown band came on uh, the margarita station you know jimmy buffett station was playing chicken fried a song okay. and i remember chris took william to a concert my his little brother my son and 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 i started crying and i just it just it's the dam burst and for 10 minutes i cried and right. and and then pulled it together and, and went and did my thing. Right. But we'll always stay connected. Yes. And that pain that we have is a gift letting us know yes. that, that that pain is directly proportionate to the love that we have for them. Yes, yes, exactly, exactly. 
Yes, I, I do agree. Um, it's just, it, it, it will never, I mean, I don't think a minute goes by where I don't think about Kyle. I'm thinking about him all the time. And then it's, uh, you know, something will um, jog my memory of when he was in yeah. the hospital or something. And then I'll just, but one of the things I did say to myself when Kyle transitioned, I'm not going to do the what ifs. No. What if this, what if that? I, I said, I'm, I told myself, I'm not going to do that. I won't do that to myself. It is what it is. And yeah. I, I knew that everything, I knew it was a soul plan. And I knew everything was happening in perfect divine order. Even though we don't know why. We don't know why our higher self, our souls, planned our life out this way. Right. But um, I it's, do, it's over our pay grade. <laughs> it's over yeah. our heads. <laughs> Yeah, but I do believe it's for our it's for a higher purpose and it's it's for our highest good what we go through and I know that's hard for a parent to hear but it it's it we we are here in this it's like it's a temporary play movie of our own creation right. and 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 we have we set from spirit we set certain things to do so sometimes right. These things nudge us. Like I might have never started this show, launched this oh. show, which I know has helped many people. So that was my my life's mission. Maybe I would have never written a book. Have done that. I would have never written a book. Right. You know, exactly. The, exactly. The, 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 you know that's exactly right. We, I would have never written a book. This path was laid for me because of the result of what happened. If I could undo that, I'd undo it. But right. like I said earlier, you can't unring that bell. Right. You know, this is what we're given. You know, people say to me all the time, I'm so sorry for your loss, but I got to tell you, and, and I know you feel the same way. Yeah. I'll say, look, I got, I got the greatest gift. I have the greatest job in the world. I got to be Christopher's dad on this side yes. for 21 years. Yes. Right. And, and on the other side, the next round, I, I, you know, I'll be his dad again too. Right. And I said, so when people say to me, you know, I feel sorry for you. I'll say, look, you didn't get to be his dad. I feel sorry for you. You know, mm. I'll take, if somebody came to me right now and said, you can only have him for 21 years on this side. It's going to be full of love, but it'll be really painful. Right. Or, you know, you can move on. I'd make that deal, you know, seven days a week. Right? Exactly. I, same reason I don't want him out of my life now is he was a part of my life. And another thing is, you know, I'm 62. I'm not real old, but I'm certainly not young. Mm -hmm. But around in third, you know, and if God touched me on the shoulder, and I've got work to do, this book has to get out there. Yes. People got to get to hear this message. Yes. Uh, I still have two children, 23 and 20, to finish raising a wonderful bride who's a therapist, helps lots of people. Yes. I have work to do on this side. But if God yes. tapped me on the shoulder, Caroline, and said, time to go. Right. I'm good. I lived a life beyond my wildest dreams. Yes. And the minute I cross over, right. I get to be with Chris again. Yes. Right. Yes. So yeah, yes. I can't lose, kid. Yes, yes, yes. And my last reading, I only have because of Suzanne Giesman gifting me that reading on Kyle's birthday yeah. uh, in 2016. I only have one reading a year, and it's yeah. usually either on his birthday or near his birthday. And in my last reading, um, I was told Kyle told me, "Mom, no rush, but I'll be here to show you around." He wants to yeah. give me a tour. Yeah. Uh, I will call it heaven. Well, he wants to give me a tour of heaven when it's my time. So he's like, know, like, mom, yeah. it's no rush, but I'll be right here to give you a tour when, when it's your time. 
Here it yeah. is. You and I have never talked, never compared yeah. notes, know nothing about each other other than an email. Right. And I've gotten the same message from my son that said, Dad, the minute you cross over, I'll be here. And he said to me, the learning curve will be easier for you because of what I'm telling you now. Yes. Right? Now, my sister, who is his godmother, who I adore, she was just a source of love and security for me growing up, one of my older sisters. She's just amazing, Marsha. So yes. Christopher's aunt, Marsha, transitioned in January. Okay. And when she crossed over, Chris had said to me, leading up to it, Pop, I promise, the minute she crosses over, I'll be there. Yes. He said, so don't worry about that. And so when she crossed over, Chris said, and this is, once again, I never thought this through, so I know it's not me. Right. He said, you know, we were all there when Marsha crossed, meaning Jerry, Billy, Bobby, Pat, all the siblings were there when, when Marsha crossed. Right. He said, but then she had to go away somewhere because she mm. died of cancer. And mm. he said her body, she left her body behind with the cancer, but there was still trauma on her soul. So mm. she had to go somewhere. Think of it as a spa. Okay. And she rejoined us and okay. she was even younger than when I was a kid. Okay. So I, I never thought of that. I never thought that we have to go and heal somewhere. Yeah. It's not purgatory. It's not a right. judgment. We go to a, we go to a car wash yes. where this, 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 these pain and trauma, this cancer is completely stripped from our soul. Yes. And he said, when she comes back, she was younger than when I was a kid. I showed yeah. a picture of Andrew, Andrew Anderson, of Chris and, and Marsha holding him when he was a little boy. Right. And Andrew said, Marsha's here with Chris. Okay. And he said, she's even younger yes. than this picture. Now, he never knew of this conversation I had. Right. But as a medium, he knew directly from Chris the conversation. Yes. yes. Now she said to me when she was when she was getting ready to call it a day, she'd suffered for a few years and just yes. had enough and said, No right. more treatments. Right. But it's time to go. And I was out there. She's two wonderful kids that dedicated their, their lives to her and yes. and I was out there, you know, and um, you know, I, I, she crossed a couple of days after I came back. Yes. And then I went back for the funeral. But I'd been out there and she said to me one day in the hospital. She said, you know, Joey, you gave me the greatest gift. Mm. She said, I'm not afraid to die because I've read your book. Mm. The next time I saw Andrew Anderson, this media, he said, Marcia said, thanks for the greatest gift. Wow. You know, so, wow. I, you yeah. know, if, 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 you're, if you're keeping score, guys, it's about 200 to zero. Yes. That, that they're on the other side, they're involved in our lives. Yes. They communicate with us and they love us. Yes, very, very true. Yes, I have heard of that, like what you said, like what Chris, Christopher uh, described was like a spa. I've heard it described as kind of like a hospital sometimes, like when souls leave and they're very traumatic and like even the ones that take their own lives, it's no such thing as pur purgatory or any right. of that. But because of the trauma that they went through, sometimes they need to they need the rest. They, I like the term spa better. I'm and like, I tell you what, it's exactly right, Caroline, because I think he used that term with me yes. because it's a gentle, sweet, loving, yes. comforting term yes. than a hospital or a so, life review or anything. Exactly. Yes. I think that yes. was Marcia using that term to yes. tell Chris, I went to a spa. Spa, yes. And, there and so, is, and that is true. There is a spiritual spa that some of us need yeah. to go to when we cross. We right. like, oh, it was that was a ride. I need yeah. a rest now, you know. Right, right. Yes. No, yes. the scars that this yes. this world leaves on us. Yes, yes. You know, they shed them in that spa. Yes. Yeah.
yes. You know, Manny Petty, Manny Petty on the other side. Yes, yes. And I just, oh, I just love the spa. Yes. <laughs> That's a beautiful way to think of it. But it's that yeah. it's all it's all love and light. It's like it's there. It's not. It's not like when you know. I know when we 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 both went to Catholic school. When you're you're taught about the hell and damnation. And that's oh. the part that never resonated with me. It never. And that's, that was that was never part yes. of yes. What, yes. what the story was. Yes. You know, that's somebody trying to keep control of the masses mm -hmm. by saying if you don't follow our rules. If you eat fish on Fridays, if you yeah. do this, then right. you're going to suffer this. And, and the bottom line is, that's not the loving source you and I adhere to. You know? Exactly. Yes. Unconditional love. And they say the Bible says God is love. God, And I always use the word unconditional love. God is. So yeah. it's like, you know, we're all his children. We're all, you know, and he... You know, when we go to the other side, we'll, we remember, we kind of come here and we forget who we really right. are. Right. But then we go back and then it might take us some time. But once we're there, just surrounded by the love. Yeah, we, one of the chapters I wrote in the book is called Iron Joe. And it's about my dad. Mm -hmm. He's a flawed man like everybody. Yes. But I knew my old man loved me. Yes. Right. And I knew he would never do anything to hurt me. You know, I was blessed with a father that loved me. Yes. So it's easy for me to have, you know, a heavenly father yes. and envision him with the same love that my dad had, but a thousand times, you know, yes. with, you know, with, and so it's easy for me to accept that that guy is the guy that, you know, it's his house that my son's at. It's his yes. house that my dad's at. Yes. Yeah, my father's house, there are many rooms, right? Yes. That's what, that's what yes. Christ said. Yes, yes, yes. And, and also, you're a parent. I'm a parent. You have, what, three children? I have yes. two. And, and um, no matter, we love, I mean, our kids can misbehave. You know, they weren't always, Kyle was not a saint, when he, especially when he was <laughs> growing up and uh, always getting into things. You know, there's nothing our children can do where we get, we're going to say, okay, you're going to be burning for eternity okay right. really that's not right. a loving parent and you know what <laughs> i was a bad kid <laughs> and my son was wild and he got a little bit of that from his old man but yes but i was you know and, and my i knew my parents loved me there's a quote a woman gave me not longer i i can't find out who the source of it is okay. but she said the unassailable self-confidence that comes from a childhood insulated with love Mm. And that's what I had. Even when my behavior wasn't acceptable, right. my parents wouldn't co-sign it. It wasn't acceptable. They didn't, they didn't approve of me at times, but they always loved me. Loved and so when I came back to the person that they wanted to be, it was such a relief to them. You yes. know, I, I was, a, I was a better version of myself, you know? Yes. And, and I think that allows us to go out in the world. And that's why Caroline, People say to me, do, people, do you worry about people thinking you're a little off the reservation with this stuff? And I'd say, I don't care. I, mean, I, was, I was raised by the uh, 10 kids, Irish Catholic, hooligans running around. Neighbors didn't like us, but we loved each other. And so my confidence is, if this isn't for you, that's okay. But I don't need your approval. You know, this is who I am. And one of the reasons Christopher keeps insisting that I'm a really good ambassador for this is that I don't look like I sign on to this thing. I don't talk like I'm part of this world. And you know, with one foot in this world and one in the other, 
And he said, you know, so people can buy it from you when they might not buy it from others. You know? Exactly. I agree with what you're saying a thousand percent because I feel the same way about me because <laughs> A, I also, I start with science. I say, I tell people, okay, it doesn't matter what religion you are. doesn't matter, you know, how you were raised, your culture, anything. The oneness, there's science, there's scientific evidence that we are literally all connected, we're all one. And so for coming from me, I'm not a scientist. So I don't present this from a very scientific level. I present it from a very common sense level. And, and so I get that same message that people can hear it from me that may not hear it yeah. from others, like from spiritual people, our, our scientists. They may not hear that message, but since I'm just coming as a layman, as a lay person with no scientific background, but I understand the science and I, I don't have a scientific background. That's what Spirit's saying. That's why I need to get that message out there yeah. because it, more people and the more people like us, like everyday people sharing this message will touch those, you know. You know it's, it's rare that, uh, I mean, there's people that somebody will introduce me or somebody will tell me talk about the book and they'll look at you like you have 10 heads and that's yes. it's god bless you'll move on it's okay it's okay but the truth of the matter is 70 percent 70 percent caroline of the people have had some sort of mesophysical experience yes so whether it's their grandfather coming to them in the sleep a medium feeling something sensing something 70 percent that's yes. a big percentage of people who have have had yeah. that experience. So when people talk about the veil is thinning between our worlds, yes. that's why it's yes. it's so thin right now. Yes. You know, the it's rare that I don't talk to somebody and they'll start sharing their own experience. Mm -hmm. And it's like, uh-huh. Yes. You know? And what helps them is that if a guy like me, right, can come out and talk about this, then they can too. Exactly. Then they're okay with it too. You know. Exactly. Well, I was just about to say, I think that number is even higher than yeah. 70% because I think there's so many people afraid yeah. to share their experiences. I just, one of the conferences I came to, went to this year was the IONS conference, which is the International Association of Near-Death Experiences. Oh, yeah. There are so many people that have had near-death experiences. And many of them are afraid to share those experiences. So I think the higher is the number. You're probably right. There's 20 people that cop to it. Yeah. They'll admit to it. So 70% of the people do. Here's an experience. Christopher had two near-death experiences before he finally crossed. And one is he just flipped the car, driving to work at a ranch at 6 o'clock in the morning, and walked away unscratched. And mm -hmm. another one, he fell down a 30-foot mine shaft while hiking in, the, in Havasupe in Arizona. Mm -hmm. 30 feet fell down. Landed wow. on a ledge. He talked later on about a guy dressed in white down there keeping him company when he was waiting to be, before he, you know, he was afraid of going into shock. Mm -hmm. And I just assumed he'd gone into shock. And later on, it was told to me that that was his angel. That was his, there was an angel there wow. keeping him awake, keeping him cognizant before the air lifted him out. And, and, and you know, so... Like a lot of things he did first before his old man. He skied out west before I did. He flew on a private jet before I did. Wow. And he had a near-death experience and experienced the existence of an angel, wow. you know, a number of years before he finally crossed over. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. That and that's something. 
that is amazing. That is yeah. really wonderful. That's amazing. Joe, thank you yes. so much for being like oh. that. Could you do me a favor? Could you please share with our listeners yes. how they can find, connect with you online and how they can find your book? Show okay. us the book cover. Show us the sure. book. So first thing is, the name of the book is My Search for Christopher on the Other Side. That is great. It's a wonderful book. It's on Amazon. It's on uh, Amazon. You can get it in print. Audible. I listen to a lot of books audibly. I download them. Yes. Um, it's in Kindle. So look at Amazon. My name is Joe McQuillan. There's also an e there's an also a website, mysearchforchristopher.com. Okay. So, um, you know, you could, you could uh, look that up uh, uh, online. My email is my J as in Joseph, B as in boy, my last name, M-C-Q-U-I-L-L-E-N, J-B McQuillan at gmail.com. If you want to reach out, you want to send me an email, you want, you know, people send me emails, what medium should I talk to? Who should I do this? And to me, a good medium is like a good chef or a good baseball coach. It's just how it connects with you, right? Yes, but exactly. I think like anything else, some chefs are great. Some are okay. Right? right. I don't think there are a lot of frauds out there, but I think there's, you know, really good ones and average ones and ones learning their trade. And some yeah. are amazing, you know, yes. so... You know, any any questions, any concerns, just reach out and, and, and email me and I'll get back to you. And that's my search for Christopher on the other side, Amazon. Get the book because it's a how-to book for for dummies, like just like me. <laughs> well, I love that it's on Audible because I that's how I like to listen. Me too. So I'm definitely going to be listening to the Audible, the audio, audio book of it. Yes. You definitely. know what I love about this, Caroline? Just I had... I'm a first time author, right? Brand new at this. I had no control over who would read that book, The Talent. Yeah. And I was nervous when it came out, right? I knew the book was written exactly the way I speak, right? Right. But I was worried about the audible. The guy who did it was phenomenal. The, the nuances, the, the way he speaks. I'm so comfortable. I was actually listening to it on the way here just uh -huh. to get comfortable that I'm going into the right. spirit world for this next hour before yes. I have to get back in the real world and start doing stuff with money. You know? <laughs> well, I have to be honest with you. I have to tell, and I tell people this all the time. I don't separate the two. For yeah. me, it's all spirit. Because yeah, right. again, because again, and with the oneness, it there's our yeah. spirit, the this what we call the physical world. And I'll and I always say this in seventh grade, my science teacher taught us there's um, nothing truly solid. When you put anything under a high power microscope, right. you see these tiny moving particles called atoms. And now right. science has proven within an atom, it's 99.999999% empty space. Yeah. So what, 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 the thing that we're calling physical, which appears physical to our limited senses, is right. actually empty space. So right. in truth, we are still in in this physical form we're still in spirit but it's just a vibration is very low and, and the frequency is very low so it makes it appear very dense but right. it's still spirit so everything i do is spirit it's spirit and you know something when we connect and this is something i learned when we met i meditate before i connect i, yes. I you know i do all the things with the uh, chakras and the crystals and the lighting uh candles to raise my energy level up to where they can lower their level enough and we can connect in the middle ground, right? Exactly. So I say to mom and dads out there, do your part, you know, find a thin place where you feel their spirit. Uh, 
meditate, quiet the mind down, listen to meditation music, guided meditation, reach the other side, something so that you can raise your level enough that they can pick up the phone. You got to do your part. You got to do your part. Exactly. That is so true. Thank you so much. I had a wonderful conversation with you. This has been an amazing hour. Thank you so much. And we are going to stay in contact because you are a first time author. I'm working on becoming a first time author. Right. So we're going to, we're going to stay in contact. You bet. You know where to find me. All right. Thank Thank you. you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.